This is about something that lights your fire when nothing else will. This is the Mark Devine Show. This show, we're going to discover and dive in and discuss what makes the world's most inspirational, compassionate, and resilient leaders so courageous. Transform the nature and functioning of our own brain for the better. Go put your virtues in action. Be the best version of yourself. Life is a practice. Day by day, and get wiser and stronger and grow. How do you understand enough about your own mind and psychology and emotions and how you develop a reflective awareness practice to actually get in the driver's seat of your own mind? We go in-depth with people from all walks of life, martial arts grandmasters, meditative monks, CEOs, military leaders, stoic philosophers, proud survivors, and more. Every episode turns our guests' grants into actionable insights that you can learn from and lead a life filled with compassion and courage. I started putting all these little tools in my pocket, started to reflect a lot and meditate. There has to be a balance between movement and rest. It all starts with us. We cultivate these qualities in ourselves. We become a beacon of life for others in the world. Please join us on the journey. The Mark Divine Show. Hoo-yah. Well, we talk about uh, the first brand new car Matt's ever ordered since I've been yeah. in his life. The Ford Mustang and exactly what he did to dial it in. Uh, record-breaking E30 M3, I'm just going to say record-breaking because... Yeah, I'm bring a trailer sale. Yeah, and much more. First, I'll tell you about Geico. Do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other. How about uh, you do a little bundling? Make it easy. Take the homeowners or the renter's insurance and bundle it up with your automotive policy at Geico. You just go down to geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could be saving. So easy to do at geico.com. Get your bundle on over... At Geico. Yeah, we talk hoops on Robert Ory's new podcast, The Big Shot Bob Pod. I would have loved to play with LeBron because if you get down, get open, get to where you're supposed to be, he's going to find you. Feel like he got robbed for MVP. But with Robert Ory, we cover the floor and we talk about everything. And so your youngest so, is a teenager. So he's yeah. not going to high school right now. He's doing everything via Zoom and he, Dad, can you help me? Nope, I'm running away. <laughs> Run. From the team that brought you the big podcast with Shaq, it's The Big Shot Bob Pod. Coming your way soon on the Podcast One app, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, LiveByLive.com, and everywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on a church with get on mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. This is CarCast, the man Crow. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Hello. How are you? I'm busy as shit, but yeah. uh, good running around all over the place. Projects abound. Looking, uh, looking at uh, talking about uh, getting the uh, Lincoln Aviator black label. Yeah, I uh, black it, label Grand Touring all wheel drive hybrid. Yeah, <laughs> plug in. <clears throat> I uh, would always call it black, and I was hesitant to add the word label because I thought. Am I just drunk on Johnny Walker and that's a black label thing or is the black label with the Lincoln and yes it is with the Lincoln right the other one is um interior is Mercedes right don't they have a black series yeah they're just black but they're not a black label but then there's Johnny, Johnny Walker Walker's the only other black has label a black, black label, label thing on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got we got all that working for us so uh Hopefully we'll take and delivery of that soon, and we'll be able to give you updates on on that. I've been driving the Z everywhere, 
which is uh, it's been fun. It's 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 a it's a little too small for me. It's it's hard getting in and out. Mm-hmm. Its knees are kind of kind of bent up. You've no place to put anything, and uh, the phone doesn't connect. But uh, fun. It's a sports car. Everyday driving in a sports car. Yeah, it pulls nice. You know, it uh, it tacks up nice. It's it's nimble. There's there's something to be said for it. Uh, and it are it, you it a heel toe master now? No, nah, I just put it on uh, <laughs> on the uh, the rev match. <laughs> yeah, I just put on sport, and it uh, it rev matches, but. Uh, but it does rev match on the way up and on the way down. So it's a little disconcerting on the way up because you're shifting from fifth into sixth and it goes, and you're like, you feel like your foot slipped or hit yeah. something or whatever. It's not, not, it's, it's the sound of a mistake. So when you rev match and you're downshifting, that's the sound of excellence. Yeah. It sounds like you really know what you're doing. When you hear the rev match, on the way up, going from third to fourth, and it goes, Rawr! that's the sound of of incompetence. It sounds like you made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, and I never, I never even knew that uh, they rev matched on the way up as well. But you and I were talking about it off the air. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it read rev matches on the way up. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know why that's I, necessary. I, I, it just, I just don't think it knows the difference between upshift and downshift. It's just meant oh. to, when you push in the clutch, it's meant to match the revs. And it doesn't, like, for it to know what you're thinking, oh, you're, right. you're up or down, how would, yeah. you know, it would how never would it really know. know. Yeah. It should, but I'm unreadable. I'm like the wind. <laughs> I'm an enigma. I'm a lone wolf. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't know what direction know. you're going, so it just blips it. And if you catch it on the way down... Yeah, you look like a pro, and if it's on the way up, you, you seem weird. But yes, you're right. It's imp- it would be impossible for the car to know, so it just blips it for you. All right, so I'm uh, still driving that uh, bad boy around. Those guys are working uh, feverishly on the 510 BRE mobile, getting it uh, getting it painted, and hopefully, hopefully the assembly will go pretty quickly on that car. Uh, took a lot of body prep, and it uh, suffered some damage when it was being transported over here from New Mexico. Yeah, that sounds right. Sounds about right. Anyway, fell off the gimbal, and it fucked up the back apron thing and <laughs> whatever that panel is where the lights are. Yeah. So, you know, what, what else is new? But, when um, they said it, it was basically done. <laughs> that's what they said. <laughs> Uh, but but um, once it's painted, we're going to be able to start hanging stuff off that car, and yeah. that process goes really fast. That's uh, visually, there's a lot of visual progress in mm-hmm. that process. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because and and like we mentioned before, it's, it helps to have the other car there. You know, the number eighty five BRE car. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's good to have sort of a visual roadmap of of what it takes to put that thing together. Yeah, they were all. Maybe a little bit different from one another, but not much. And it's good to have that that template. Mm-hmm. Do you got Dodge? Or did I make that up? Yeah, uh, let me just hit Dodge. The Dodge was ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass market brands by date by JD Power. You know, it's the first brand ever to be ranked number one for initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge dot com to schedule a test drive today. 
So, what are you driving? What What's in your world? You know, so uh, we, we talked last week about the Volvo XC60 Recharge, the plug-in hybrid, which uh, I, I did like. I think it's it's you know beautiful interior. It's gotten better. You know, their initial plug-in hybrid was a little the clunky going between gas engine and 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 hybrid, and all the new vehicles are figuring out ways to make that smoother. Which is, I bring that up because it's going to be relevant as you get into the your new Lincoln Aviator. It is hybrid, a plug-in hybrid, and it does sort of go on and off between, but it is full-time all-wheel drive. So it's not – it's funny because the Volvo, I think, was front-wheel drive with the gas engine. And then the electric motor can kick in, and it's a select all-wheel drive. And it, you kind of did feel the, hey, I'm in – front-wheel drive, and now I'm in all-wheel drive. And I, I don't know you're going to have that in the Lincoln. It's a little bit different. Um, but anyway, traded that in to test the Jaguar F-Type R. Now, this is a car that we both like. Uh, Ian Callum, who designed the Aston Martin DB9, went to Jaguar long ago. He since retired, started his own design firm. So it's got a lot of that mm-hmm. that sports car front engine kind of it's a smaller version of a db9 right and yeah uh, that i i think i haven't checked recently but uh those kinds of jags if you can find one that's four years old mm -hmm. and has a low mileage and a single owner get it that'll be the most sports car you can get for the for the price it it is so the first version we drove we drove several of the f-types and then we drove the f-type svr which is the nutty version um and uh they had an r and they realized the r was so much power as a rear wheel drive platform when they they ended up going to going to an all-wheel drive platform so this new car is it's got uh, a little bit of a facelift. They nipped and tucked the you know the exterior bits a little smoother. It's got a little bit squintier eyes in the front with the headlights. Um, they revamped the uh, the infotainment system, which has always been kind of one of the the things that Jaguar and Range Rover had to to improve. And it, pl- CarPlay plugs in and stuff, but they actually toned down the exhaust note a little bit. I would say that Jag SVR. Was probably the one of the loudest production cars this side of a Lamborghini Aventador. Like it's just loud. So this new one has a great sound, but they did tone that down a little bit. So it's a little bit more livable for the people that don't want to make a ruckus. But uh, it's it's still you know it's all wheel drive. It's five seventy five horsepower. It's fast as hell. It's you know I don't mid thirty second range zero to sixty. Like it's just an animal of a car, and it really is just a pretty pretty car just a really sexy what's the sticker car. on it uh i think the one that i have in there is like 110 mm-hmm. yeah it could be 117 now what color lower. should you get that car in i don't know the one i have is yellow and and i'm saying no on that but you know how i feel about the yellow ones um there's a lot of white ones with the red rolling around which always look kind of good yeah um, red interior but um but I believe they have sort of this metallic red, like a like a little bit darker metallic red, which is good. They have a couple of blues, but they meant to be kind of fun and sporty as well. They have they have a bright blue that's almost you know like uh, you know like the colors that you have on your the square on your your logo here. That brighter blue. They have a version of that, kind of the mm-hmm. non metallic mm-hmm. uh, bright blue. Um, you know, uh, different car companies have a different name for it. I think. Um, 
Uh, they, that's a darker blue. They have a they have a, a brighter blue, which maybe not even an SVR. But look at that's a pretty car. We're looking at a photo of it now. Yeah, it's it's a gorgeous car. Um, the uh, the color I was thinking of is more like Ford's Grabber blue. Mm-hmm. And BMW did a they did a Laguna like, Seca blue. Yeah, like a, like yeah, like that. Yeah, they uh, they did a Laguna Seca blue. The Amola red is always the best with the BMWs. Speaking of BMWs, I think I was on bring a trailer the other day, and there's an E30 M3 Evo. The oh yeah Evo is yeah. like the 2.3's been punched out to a 2.5, and they made 600 factory versions of it, and blah blah blah. And lighter weight. I'm sure they did a couple of things to it. I don't, I'm not sure about the lighter weight. I I used to know more about those cars. I, I don't know. It had like Recaro seats or something. I think it was on there for like it. it the bid was like a two fifty or wow. something, and there were four days left or wow. something. I'm yeah. screwing up yeah. those numbers, but yeah, but anywhere near that, I get your point. It was it's well like, over two hundred yeah. grand. Yeah, the Evo. The thing that's funny, it's it's funny how we used to think like the E30 M3 was like a 2.3 with 191 horsepower. And then the Evo was a 2.5 that had 210 yeah. or something. Exactly. That's, that was a big deal. But now, obviously, the you know Honda minivans got uh, three hundred. Not not <laughs> quite as impressive. People really forget how yeah. gutless those cars are. But I was uh, the years, look years ago. I was talking to uh, to Paul Walker about his collection, and uh, the cars that really stood out for him were his E thirty six lightweights, lightweights, right? And and I think he had two of those. He said one he had a few miles on, and one with almost nothing, right? And not everything is, I guess, been sold off at this point, but. Uh, you know, I remember him going, oh, show me on his phone. He's like, look at this. Look at this lightweight, this car. This yeah, is the those, one that's basically no miles on it. Those are cool pieces. You know, radio delete, yeah. blah, blah. I don't know, aluminum roof or something or no sunroof or whatever it is. You know, cloth interior, blah, blah, blah. But you, you think about the horsepower stuff but like they you're didn't, talking I don't about. think they changed. It would have been nice on the E36 M3 lightweights if they goose the engine from like 240 to 265 or something yeah. like that, fucked around with the cams or something. Yeah. I don't think they must with the engine. I think it was just they shaved, you know, 110 yeah. pounds off the thing. And, and a lot of the the, the modern uh, uh, BMWs, like the M's, and then when you get into like the competition package or something, there is a little bit of a bump in horsepower. And I think just a few days ago, uh, BMW announced a BMW M5 CS, which is it's a hundred forty something grand. It's like six hundred and seventeen horsepower. It 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 hauls ass. It's got like a two hundred and thirty pound diet. You know, just a lot of carbon fiber pieces, slightly less um, uh, sound deadening. But mm-hmm. uh, it was interesting. I was talking earlier in the week with Alistair Weaver from Edmonds, and he's like. This is a high kind of want for him. He's like, I don't know if you can get it for a sticker, but they're only going to make a few hundred. It's the last 
uh, uh, like super sporty BMW before they're all going to that giant ridiculous buck tooth grill that the mm-hmm. new M3s, M4s, and the 7 Series and the big trucks have. So it, it's kind of the last of that. And only making a few hundred, it could be a collectible super sedan. Yeah, you're not – look, whether it's a Mustang or an M3 or an M whatever, you're never going to get burned by going with the small batch stuff. Yeah. You may have to wait 15 years, but you're not going to get burned. What is that E30 M3 up up to over there? Yeah, 256. Six. Wow. Oh, it's sold. Oh, it's sold. Yeah, yeah 256, 556. That's wow. Wow. And it, look, it's a perfect example. Looks the same as uh, an E30, yeah. and an, an e, e30 M3, which might go for seventy five k, sixty k, hundred k. Kind of depends on the mileage. But they made six hundred of them, and they have a few unique, you know, qualities to them. And what was the mileage on this one? Because it looks new. It's I think right it's up like there. twenty or thirty, thirty grand or something like that. Thirty eight. 24,000 miles. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't that much, but it wasn't nothing. Yeah. I mean, the car was definitely driven. Looks like it's got a little add add on to the rear spoiler. A couple little little items, but uh, we're living in a world now, people, where a mass produced car from 1990 that's a four cylinder yeah. is uh, 250 grand. And they made 600 of them, they didn't make 31 of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, and it's funny because you do look at it as well, and you're like, "All right, if you wanted to, you wanted to spice it up a little bit. Maybe not this one, super rare, low miles, but like these E30s. You're like, yeah, it's, you know, I, I'm going to do a little bit of work to it. And what are you going to get? Fifteen, eighteen horsepower? You know, unless you start getting into heads and displacement and strokers, and and it's like, what what's the bolt on stuff going to get you? Well, you know, you do some catback exhaust and maybe some throttle bodies or injectors or some, yeah. some shit like that. No, it's it's naturally aspirated. If you're not talking about bolting on a turbocharger or a supercharger, if you're just talking about tweaking what what's there, yeah. you're going from you know 191 horsepower to 202 horsepower, like maybe, but that's after 7,000 RPM, you yeah. know, I, I don't think, you know, what a lot of people don't get until you, until you buy a small displacement motorcycle, like, uh, you know, I had like a Ninja 600, a couple of Ninja 600s, you know, you go, we put this Kirker pipe on and you get an extra five horsepower, but you get an extra five horsepower after 10,000 RPM. Uh, that's what they don't tell you. Yeah. And are you getting it at the engine or are you getting it at the tire? Because now you're at 3.8. <laughs> Below 10,000 RPM, you get a lot of bogging down, you know, because the, yeah. the other pipe has more back pressure or whatever, and it's built for that engine. Mm-hmm. So what they don't really realize, what you don't really realize is it makes it, at least back in the day, slightly less rideable. And unless you're getting way up in the power band, you don't really even feel it. So... No, I think you get a car like this and you get it just to just to look at it and say you have it and go for for you know tooling around. I mean, you you take a car like that Evo 2.5 E30 1990 M3, that's a lot of numbers. You get that car, that Z car that's parked 
15 feet from where we're sitting right now would just whoop ass on that car like <laughs> yeah. all day long for $37,000, like right. all day long. I mean, if, if you if you took that Z car and an, that M3 over to Willow Springs, the Z car, you know, beat it by 11 seconds a lap. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it would just whip the <laughs> yeah. shit out of it. But that's right. technology. Yeah. You know, that's and, where we're at. And hopefully that one you have, that 50th anniversary, because they only made 50 in that color, maybe that's going to be worth $256,000 one day on Bring a Trailer. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a little too much coffee in it and throwing <laughs> my cans onto the passenger seat. I got to get that thing off the road. Man. Yeah. Well, I think we're, we're close. We're, we're a day or so away. We're just uh, – uh, hopefully we'll get the, uh, the Lincoln Aviator delivered over here. We're just going to bring it on over. The guys at Galpin are going to bring it over. Yeah, and then I let Mike August drive it the other day, and he's went bananas in it. Oh, he drove your Z? Yeah. He can drive stick? Not really. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> right, but he must time. have. Yeah, I mean, he's like at the age where you're like everybody had to at some point, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. He had a – Mike had a 914 back in the day. Okay. And uh you know, yeah, he's the age where he started off with a stick, had yeah. cars that were sticks. He he knows how to drive a stick. He's still a little erratic. But he's erratic in an automatic. <laughs> yeah, you know? he's erratic anywhere, just in life at a dinner table <laughs> when he's eating ribs. He's a little erratic. <laughs> yeah, so uh that was an experience being I was in the passenger seat the whole time. Yeah. Did he have the rev matching on? I had it on. And it didn't help him? It didn't smooth things out a little bit? First thing he was doing <laughs> is he was short shifting from second to third. Like he'd, he'd get up to like 1800 RPM and then drop it into third. And so then I kept telling him, you got to let it breathe in second and then drop it. He kept just, he's so excited about shifting that he didn't want to let the, he just wanted to immediately grab this. He shifts automatics. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's the only guy I know who actively and aggressively shifts. Shifts automatic transmissions. Hands always down there. Yeah. Shifting. Okay. You know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. Oh, I'll tell you what would cure Mike. <laughs> Mike doesn't drink coffee. Yeah. When you drink coffee, that right hand, that hand he's using to shift all the time on automatic, that has a mug in it. <laughs> okay. That would prevent him from doing that. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he doesn't drink coffee and that's what caused him to do all the automatic shifting or he doesn't drink coffee to automatic shift. Yeah. And he may not know himself, but you. I mean, but when you train him to drink coffee, do you have to tape it to his hand like Rocky when he's going from, right. from, from left to righty? You got to <laughs> tape the arm behind us. You got to tape the mug to Mike's hands while yeah, he drives. I, I do think when I drive, there's always like a mug in that hand. Yeah. So I can barely drive a stick, you know, with that, with the mug in the hand. Yeah. But um, also in in the Z car, there is no flat surface inside of that car to set a mug. They don't want you drinking coffee. I, in I there. guess not. They, they want you to shift and focus. You cannot get in. You can't get into the car and set your mug down somewhere. You have to set on the floor. You have to go in the garage and just like put it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> These are first world problems. Yeah, people. but Nissan could. The, the designers of the Z see that as problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, look, it, it's it's meant to go out and do some uh, spirited driving. Uh, I just 
have had it as my daily driver for you know two or three weeks. Yeah. And uh, when you're doing your daily driver, you start throwing shit in the back and mm-hmm. leaving your house in the morning and grabbing your shit and your mug and your snack and your whatever. So it's, it's it's getting a little bit of that use, but uh, hopefully the aviator will uh, well, show I, up post haste. I, I I promise the aviator will have cup holders. <laughs> I think that's a safe bet. The Z has a cup holder, but it doesn't have a mug holder. I travel with a mug. It's got a I, this is this big mug oh, is yeah. what I traveled here with. Yeah, it's got a with big a handle. handle. Yeah. Also, there is so little room for anything in that car that the mug. Or cup holder must be monopolized with your earbuds and your keys yeah. and whatever the shit you need. They don't want you to carry weight. No. Weight slows you down. No, but they probably could have got the phone hooked into the system. The thing that's interesting about it is it has the auxiliary. You could listen to your music or your podcast or your whatever mm-hmm. via via the speakers in the car from the phone, but you cannot have the, the conversation. Can't have the conversation. You know, I, it's interesting because I'm pretty sure the Z, the current Z, does have certain different versions of it, different up-leveled versions of it, do have more of those features. But on this car, uh, this was supposed to be the lighter weight, sportier, less yeah. featured. I got it. It works. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. The the. Great, great shifting, very positive, nice short throw, very well laid out, taut, you know, very taut, feels good, stuck to the road. I mean, you realize there's one freeway off-ramp that goes from like the 2 to the 134 or something. I think the posted speed limit is like 40 miles an hour. I do it at 80, and that's with the mug in the one hand. <laughs> like I, I'm like, if you want to do this at one 15 120 you could do that yeah in this maybe car without the mug yeah mm, so i'm, I'm looking it's planted at the uh, 370z the owner's manual the 2020 model year owner's manual of the 50th anniversary 370z mentioned support for the iphone 3 and 4 which uh, <laughs> apple discontinued about eight years ago so mm, yeah <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so little... they're right on there's <clears throat> there's they're pretty much spot on where, where, where we thought well maybe the maybe the z guys Maybe they're such purists, they're kind of like the guy who owned the bar in Talladega Nights. And he's like, why do you have the Pet Shop Boys on the jukebox? That's a test. (laughs) So you come in there, start talking about your phone, and does it connect to your phone? And does it, you're not Z material. That's it, you're out. (laughs) Yes. Perhaps you'd be more comfortable in a Ford Taurus, sir. Uh, that's right. Right. Which they also don't make anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, they don't? <laughs> no. Well, either way, they don't need your business if you're going to be yammering on the phone. That's right. You should right. be hearing the sound of that uh, naturally aspirated 3.7 V6 tacking up. Yeah. Plus, they would have put more sound deadening material and made it heavier so you wouldn't hear the engine if they wanted you to have a chat. Well, that's the, the other thing, too. You can't put your phone on speaker and stick it to your windshield and expect to have a conversation because yeah. you're hearing you're hearing the engine. It's funny because the through. move I did I do a lot in a lot of cars is phone on speaker phone and then I put it in the visor like I sandwich mm. it in the visor where you'd put your parking you know mm-hmm. ticket and because uh, that way it's kind of you know most of the speakers the microphones in your in your cars when you're doing Bluetooth or whatever that's kind of where the microphone is I kind of feel like people can hear if I just wedge it. 
up there is kind of and it holds the phone. You know, for if you got a good visor, if you're driving the Aston Martin, good luck. This visor is only compatible with the. Yeah, you couldn't pull the dollar in that thing in the Aston Martin. Wouldn't fit. Three and four in 2020. All right, let me hit uh, Geico here. Do you own? Do you rent your home? Well, you probably do one or the other. You want to make it easy? How about uh, you do a little bundling? You get those policies bundled at Geico.com. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners. Or your renter's insurance along with your auto policy. Good thing, too, because you already uh, have so much to do around the house. You go to Geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save, and it's easy when you bundle at Geico. That is Geico.com. All right, what else uh you thinking about, Matt? Uh, you know, a couple things uh, recently. I, I sat down with a few of the uh, manufacturers for our SEMA MPMC conference, which is sort of uh, – uh, we've mentioned it in the past. It's where um, all the, the magazines and the, the uh, content creators sit down with the manufacturers in the performance parts world and say – excuse me – say, here's some of the projects we've got going on. What's coming new in your performance parts catalog? What can we do in – uh, I did sit down with uh, with a number of companies and Holly and uh, and Lakespeed Junior, which I always love talking to him. We had a long conversation about breaking in a new engine. <laughs> a lot of lube talk. <laughs> a with lot Lake. of lube talk with Lake, and uh, uh, you know a lot of talk about the new Bronco and the new full size Bronco. So many accessories are going to be available from the dealer, but also the performance parts catalog is going to be offering things. Um, one of the ones worth mentioning is is so many people are going to get the Bronco and put the bigger tires on it and do a little more overlanding, go a little off-road. So one of the first performance upgrades is going to be a rear differential gear. So you can kind of make up for that tire when you put the bigger tire on there. Mm. Um, so that's kind of interesting uh, talking with those guys. And um, and uh, I got my order in finally. Uh, got the order form for the Mustang Mach One. I put an mm. order in for a 2021 Mach One, and I was thinking about some of the some of the options on it. And uh, two of the options I decided not to get, but I I, I had some thought about this. Is uh, you can get the regular seats or the Recaro seats. And you can get the rear seat delete. And I went with the regular seats. So this is my thought on it was the regular seats are power seats with heating and cooling in them. The Recaro seats are manual. And my thought was it's very easy to go from the full power seats to a racing seat, a Recaro seat or whatever. But good luck going the other direction. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. you know, like trying to find to source the car, and it wasn't equipped with power seats, and the buttons nah, on the yeah, dash won't nah. have the heating and cooling. And yeah. one of the cool options is there's a rear seat delete. It's a little bit lighter and it has like kind of a crossbar roll bar thing. Of course, that's going to be available in the Ford Racing catalog. But good luck finding a stock rear seat when you you know if you want to go back the other way. So my thought was. Uh, I'm going to pass on the Recaro seats, pass on the rear seat delete, and then I could always go to those things later if I wanted to. So um, that's kind of how we're getting it. But I'm getting it with the performance package. Yeah, I don't big Brembo brakes and the uh, you know the, the gurney flap and. I don't think the argument would be so much about a practicality of whether you could swap it out or not, because you're definitely right. You'd want to go one direction and not the other direction. I guess the question would be. 
sticker and then what what was on the sticker and then you know resale as we started the show talking about you know 20 years from now if someone is saying um and, and it's hard to tell like when i bought the uh e oh shit e46 m3 yeah um i got a six-speed manual because that's what they had and then a year later, six months later, they had the SMG paddle, yeah, yeah. whatever. And I was like, oh, man, I wish I would have got that. And then later on, it turns out that the six-speed is worth quite a bit more. It's worth more. And the SMG ended up having a few problems later. And, uh, you know, sunroofs and seats and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's so... What ends up happening is down the road, and I think people are catching on to this now, that some of the... some of There's a way to outfit the car. yeah. Now, there's one way to outfit the car that's the 20-year resale plan, and then there's a way to do it where I'm going to drive this car. I want I want a power seat. Like, I, I completely concur. The heat, the air, the yeah. cooling in the seat, and the power seat, like, that's what you want in a daily and, driver. And it's going to be way more comfortable, and those buttons are going to be, like, on the dash of the center console, so you wouldn't be able to add those later. I mean, it would be work. You'd have to buy all No, all you wouldn't. Stuff. No, it's the only reason for what I'm saying is if you... 20 years from now, when you sell it, there might be a bump for the rear seat delete on the sticker and the Recaro, yes. whatever, on so, the sticker. Which is interesting. So I, I might filled be. out. I don't know. I filled out my form and I submitted it back to the Ford guy and, uh, and I got an appearance package and the performance package. And he said, This is a good spec. And I said, Yeah, because here's my thought on the seats. And he said, Oh, and it, what I didn't know is he said, yes, a lot of people are, when they get the performance pack, they get the Recaro seats. He um, goes, but the standard seats, the power heated and cooled seats with the appearance package come with striping and an orange contrast. He mm. goes, which is now going to end up being more rare because everyone's going with the Recaro seats. Well, that's that's the argument then for yeah, that. So he, after I put it in, he's like, no, no, this is a good spec. He's like, let me tell you why. And I was like, all right, it works for me. So... Now I gotta just wait. How long? Uh, a few months. It's spring. I don't know if that that means April or May or or what. But uh, you know, that's it. That's uh, it's gonna be uh, the performance package is gonna be cool because the performance package has you know the big brake upgrades. It has the big Brembo brakes on it. It has the upgraded wheels. So the wheels are a nineteen inch, but the two piece hat and rotor. I believe it is. I, I can't front, say for sure. I can't, rear? Yeah, uh, I can't say for sure because we don't have all the specs on it. We don't have it all. But the wheels, although they're 19 inch and, and they're one inch wider, they're lighter than the standard wheel. Mm-hmm. They said 1.77 pounds lighter in the front and 2.2 in the back. Unsprung, baby. And uh, the aerodynamics are, are functional, improved. It's got the gurney flap on the wing and the back and... You What'd know, you get? What uh, what color did you get? Right. So that's been the question that we put out to everybody on social media as well. I I did end up getting uh, Jet Fighter Gray, and mm. and uh, it it is the hero car that's in the photos. And I know the blues are look good and stuff, but the reason why is the Jet Fighter Gray in the photos they look kind of white, but it is kind of a gray. It's a it's a little bit like almost like a putty. It's like it's mm-hmm. and the appearance package for that vehicle is unique to the Jet Fighter Gray, and it's the black uh, Mach 1 stripes, but with the orange pinstripe, and then with the performance package, the calipers 
are orange. And then that stripe on the seat that I was talking about is a matching orange as well. But it's only unique to the Jet Fighter, fighter Gray package. If you got one of the other colors with it with an appearance package, it's 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 a different color combination, and you can't get it on that. So, mm. um, so this is basically. Uh, Chris has shown us a few pictures, but this is basically the car. And Ford's press release pictures were so brightly lit, it looks white, but it does have a little bit of a gray in it. Yeah. Um, and then on the hood, when it's you a good look, color. thank you. On on the hood, when you when you look at the Mach One stripes, they did a neat job where it's a gloss black and it goes to a satin black and then it's outlined with the color in this case the orange stripe so it's they it's it's got some neat it's got some neat stuff into it so the appearance package like i said is the gurney flap on the rear wing and then that front splitter is extended out more it's it's more functional uh, you know, as long as we don't hit anything with it, <laughs> you can't raise and lower the front. You can can't you? raise and lower the front. No, but um, and the, a, a tuned magnetic ride, and it's got six-speed manual transmission with a Tremec transmission. So the the normal six speeds, um, other than the GT three fifty. Uh, on the regular Mustangs is not the Tremec, and the Tremec is far more durable. So you can actually, you know, if you're going to add power or something to it, you don't run the risk of 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 damaging that that transmission, which is one of the cool things about the GT350 that everybody kind of wanted in a bullet or a performance pack GT. Well, this car has it. So, are you going to monkey with the horsepower? Uh, we, we might. I might. Um, it, it's going to come down to you know. I was talking to the to the Ford guys a little bit about it as well. What's interesting is 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 the GT500, which you just drove, only comes with the DCT transmission, the paddle shift seven speed, and it's 760 horsepower. So the Mach 1, they're saying they're taking bits that they learned from the GT350 and the GT500. It has the best aero. It has the right combination of suspension bits from both of those cars. They said around the track, it is the fastest or best handling Mustang they've ever done. The GT500 is quicker around the track because of the horsepower. But horsepower is easy to make, right? Mm-hmm. So if you could take a Mach 1, slap on one of the superchargers, you know, Roush, Ford Performance, Whipple, any one of those guys, you're going to get that same horsepower, that 750 to 800 range. But are you also getting some of the improved aero and suspension bits that was learned from the from the 350 and the 500? So do, are you arguably getting something better than a GT500? Or are you getting, at the very least... A version of GT500 with a true manual transmission instead of a paddle mm-hmm. shift. Well, so you know, Ford's come a long way with the Mustang. And, uh, you know, when I met you, I didn't like Mustangs. And now I do because uh, they have changed and I haven't. But they've improved their product to the point yeah. where now it's a great piece. Mostly it's me. Mostly you like me. No, nah, I didn't. <laughs> no, mostly the car. Mostly the car got it's better. the car. All right. Why don't you hit Dodge? Uh, all right. So, uh, you know, Dodge has officially opened orders for the new 2021 Durango SRT Hellcat. This is the most powerful SUV ever. An exclusive for 2021. It features a 710 horsepower engine, a new aggressive exterior styling, and new interior with a driver-centric cockpit. I saw some of the numbers on this thing it's like zero to 16 three and a half seconds i think they ran 1150s in the quarter mile with this it is three passenger row vehicle so uh 
All buyers will also receive a full day of pro instruction at the Bondurant High Performance Driving School, which we highly recommend. So dealers be, uh, deliveries begin early this year. And you know that Dodge was ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass market brands by J.D. Power. It's the first brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your, your local Dodge dealer today or visit Dodge.com to schedule a test drive. All right. You can uh, head out to Bricktown Comedy Club, February 26th, 27th. Um, that's in uh, Oklahoma City. You go to amcroll.com for all the live shows and touring and uh, check out our YouTube page and see all the free stand-up there. What do you got, Matt? Uh, just doing some upgrades to uh, to the new uh, shop, the new warehouse. I got the floors and stuff done. I'll post pictures all up on my social media. Follow me at Motorator. So until next time, this is Adam Corolla for Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at Geico. That is geico.com today. That's geico.com. All month long, the biggest movies are streaming free on Pluto TV's Popcorn Summer Movies. Watch star-studded blockbusters like Titanic and Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Or fall in love with charming rom-coms like Hitch and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. The best part? Pluto TV is 100% free. No credit cards, not even a sign-up. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies, TV shows, and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.